Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art. Or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art. This podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Living Martial Arts. Hi, well, hello to all the Living Martial Arts podcast fans. Hopefully it's growing as time goes on. Well, we have got a fantastic guest uh, today and um, somebody that uh, I've known for a long time and is very close to my heart. Um, we've got Mr. Phil Whitlock, um, who's got a fantastic story to tell. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, I'm sure, but I'm sure you'll love it. So how are you doing, Phil? Are you okay? I'm very well, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's a, a pleasure and an honour, as always, sir, as always. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I'm going to crack straight straight on with the uh, my first uh, sort of, question really i mean i know a lot about your martial arts journey um but i'm sure a lot of people listening to this who know you don't realize uh, how long you've done martial arts when you started um you know and some of the other things that perhaps um uh you know you, you've dabbled with as well so perhaps you can give us a uh, i know the, uh, an overview i know again this could take literally hours for everybody that does this but go for it I'll, I'll try and keep it concise so yeah um oh that's all right you go for it <laughs> the, um yeah so um i my i i started uh martial arts uh at yate taekwondo school uh when i was seven years old under yourself sir um my brother came home one day and said he wanted to do karate or, or, or some kind of you know that was the only sort of martial art we did sort of heard of and came across you and we, our, our main inspirations were uh, the Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and just yeah being kids and flinging your arms around uh, uh, looked a lot of fun so um, uh, we yeah we went for it and um, I was very lucky my, my parents put us on into lots of like different sports and activities basically every evening we were coming from school eat or nap or whatever and then we'd be going out uh, doing something um, physical and um yeah, fell in love um, with Taekwondo um, and, uh, yeah, uh, competed a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> what, what, what age you, I can't remember. I mean, uh, my, uh, it's not that my memory is going, but a lot was, happen a lot was happening at that time. And, and, and just to say, as you mentioned there, it was yourself and your, your – I mean, I was privileged to have both of you, yourself and your brother in my class. Um, any instructor will know that, you know, students who – who go from white belt to black belt, you know, as, as juniors, you know, you, you get attached in a, in a big way to them. But yeah, what, what, uh, what, what age? Um, so I was seven. So my brother started when he was like four or five. Yeah. And um, at the time where we did lots of things together, where I was just 18 months old, I was always a little bit better than him yeah, at, at sure. what we did. So my parents said to me, 
if um, Taekwondo is going to be Michael's thing, um, if after a year of him training, uh, if you still want to do it, then you can join in. And um, I waited a year and I sat at the back with my uh, my Beano uh, uh, comic <laughs> yeah. and sort of look up, watch the class a little bit and then back to back to the comic. And then after a year started, in fact, actually, you I think you released a VHS video in maybe 94, something that's, like that. Yeah, that's um, right. I remember it. Mix of patterns, sparring routines, etc. And there's a, a, a brief glimpse of uh, me at the back with with my, my dandy or Bino uh, comic or whatever it was and, uh, and my brother uh, stood at the back with his covering his face uh, not really doing taekwondo very well bless him because um, yeah he was uh, extremely shy and uh, he and was quiet. yeah and uh, a lot of people that meet him now uh, really cannot relate to that or you know barely believe me because uh, he's you know he's a very outgoing um, person now but he he puts that all down to yourself and taekwondo so so it's um yeah it, you're saying about sort of the relationship between particularly somebody that comes in a child and then you you see them grow grow into an adult uh, uh, mm. I, i've sort of had a small part of that with myself uh with my school and um particularly the Gould brothers then sort of coming in as you know little children and now seeing them going to university and representing england and stuff like that really it does does create a bond and um you know, I, I wouldn't be the person that I was without yourself, Taekwondo, uh, and obviously everyone involved. But, you know, it's, yeah, very, very much down to yourself. So it, it's um, it, it's almost hard to, you know, I can't, I don't know a life, you know, I, I, I can't remember too much when I was five or six before I did Taekwondo. So, yeah. I, you know, growing up, not really knowing any different, um, and maybe you know when I was younger, taking that for granted. But now, as an adult, you know, I'm, I'm just so thankful that yourself, and obviously that I had supportive parents that um, you know would, would allow me the opportunity to do that. Um, you know, and so, yeah, it, it was a bit of a shock, sort of um, making <laughs> the England team for the first time. You know, it, it was completely out of the blue. I'd basically lost for five or six years, and <laughs> just, you know, never won a tournament, and then. Um, Puma was formed, um, uh, won the British Championships, and then next year, and I was doing trials in Leicester, and then I blinked, and I was in Argentina with uh, <laughs> <laughs> a big Argentinian trying to kick me in the head. And, uh, I remember it well. I remember it well. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that that was really like the main. But I came back from that competition, and I was like, okay, I'm doing this now. Like, like forget everything else. Like uh, uh, I, I'm doing this uh, and putting, uh, yeah, everything I've got into uh, trying to reach my potential. Um, you know, especially competition-wise. Obviously, I very much appreciate the um, the variety that martial arts brings to you. And uh, and actually, listened to your last podcast um, this morning, and um, you were saying about sort of people pick different directions uh, with Mr. McLaren and and yeah. see myself similar to to yourself. Obviously, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. I chose the competition rope, um, and um, and yeah, just you know, I've got to travel the world and have so many experiences and just learn so much about life, the world, myself, what I'm capable sure. of, you know, my, uh, what I'm not capable of. And uh, I'm just just so thankful for that. No, that's, that's pretty well. It, a, cu- a couple of things that you said, that, I mean, the, the first the first thing is that I will say, yeah, when your brother started, um, 
he was such a shy uh, <laughs> little boy. Uh, I think it took him a couple of years to actually say something to me first <laughs> before I, yeah. you know, I'd i speak to him and he'd, and he'd hide. And as you say, you know, looking at him now, you know, a confident individual and, um, you know, life and soul, so to speak, uh, you would never think that. But I think that's what, you know, first of all, that's what martial arts does for you. The second thing is I think that, um, you know, you, you've taught as well. And I know that for me, when you get someone like yourself and your brother in a class who, who work hard, they're determined. You just—it's reciprocal. You, you you bounce off, and I always say, you know, my students make me what I am, um, and particularly those students you think, wow, when they are in the class, the class is a different class, you know, and that 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 really comes across. The, the other thing that I will say, and going back to the competition point, I'm I'm not sure whether, I mean, don't get me wrong, I didn't start taekwondo to do competitions, and I think competitions chose me. Uh, because I love the challenge more than anything. I love the, the physical challenge uh, more than anything. And I'm very competitive. So I don't know. I don't know how you think of it. I, I think probably, you know, competitions probably chose you in, this, in a way because you were very, very determined. You were a, a very, very determined uh, boy, a man. And, um, uh, you know, I, I don't think people realise that, that actually it's not that you start to compete, but you just want to challenge yourself. I don't know what what would you say about that. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I it, it, on on reflection, I think that 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 probably is correct. At the time, it did. So I, I was never. I look back to when I was younger. And I was you know I was never sort of confrontational. I was very. Um, you know, I wasn't as reserved as as my brother was, but I. I, I uh, you know, I never had any conflict in my life, or, or you know, uh, you know, a lot of sort of, a lot of um, particularly sort of professional fighters, and um, you know, dip my toe in, in in there. A lot of them come from sort of backgrounds where confrontation is uh, part of their life, and then they sort of use that as a vehicle, put it into to martial arts. Whereas I didn't have that, and that. Um, I just kind of started competing because I saw other people were doing it and I wanted to sort of thing. And then, um, and I, yeah, I, I, I'm guessing maybe, I think sort of puberty, I, I think there was a timing between like hitting puberty, mm. having that set lot of uh, testosterone as, as a young man, and then having some success in competition to go, it's like, okay, here's an avenue where I can, uh, apply myself and my my energies and then and then because that was those was a part of my formative years it was yeah. like I just sort of never looked back and uh sure very sorry if you've got screen oh no no that's okay that's okay this uh, is real this I, is real life <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh, no, recent uh, new dad issues I'm just go for it <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, new dad issue, screaming babies, but uh, uh, which is part of the the new challenges that, uh, <laughs> that, that I guess. Like, but yeah, as and then I, yeah, I just never look back. And then I don't know. I kind of look back and I sort of wonder, like, how did I get to this point? It, and, and as you say, which I guess kind of lends me now to like, I guess I was just yeah, it was. Uh, I I don't know whether I guess it was a combination of nature and nurture. Yeah, uh, and the timing being right that sort of led me into that, and uh, and it just yeah sort of gave me like a model for life quite early on as a young man, uh, and uh, and the yeah and the sort of challenges those, those things that you want an identity etc. You know it 
you know, when you're a teenager, you're looking for your identity. And, uh, you know, I remember coming back from Argentina, if I had time out of school to go and compete internationally, come back, win medals and stuff like that. And, you know, I met, like, the, 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 you know, when you were at that age, like, you, you sort <laughs> yeah. of like, oh, this feels quite good, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, as you get older, you realise that actually it's got nothing to do with that, is the process and, and, sure. the, learning and, the, and the challenges. And, um, um, yeah, and, I, um, you know, obviously a lot of people listening will be aware that I you know, recently stepped away um, from martial arts for, um, for a little while for, for sort of various reasons, but I'm still, like, the... It, I'm still a martial artist in my head and yeah, I've kind of tested uh, the waters in, in uh, another sport now uh, and I'm sort of uh, learning a new activity as a martial artist I can I, and with other people that are going through that same process I can sure. now see easily the differences between the way I'm looking at it and analysing it and what they're yeah. doing yeah. Um um, yeah, and so it, it, which highlights the kind of applicability that martial arts gives you in different avenues of your life. And I remember um, years ago, you probably don't remember, so it was probably sort of, you know, this moment, but um, I remember saying to you, like, oh, you know, all I'm really good at is taekwondo. It's, it's all I've really got. And you said to me that it was like, no, 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 this is just the thing that you've stuck with. You can apply yourself to something else and, and yeah, you'll be equally as successful. And uh, and at the time I was like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe. And then, you know, now um, uh, as an older man, the, uh, yeah, it, that rings true. Like, you were right. <laughs> oh, me over the years. But maybe it took a little while to sink in, but you always turned out to be right, sir. <laughs> well, no, th thanks for that. Well, it's only because I've used, my, used myself, really, you know. Um, re recently, I've, I've um, I put something on Facebook, and it was me when I did a, a little bit of trapeze. Mm. And, uh, people go, oh, wow, it's fantastic. But, uh, but I said, well, I said to a few people, to be honest, that was martial arts. That was my determination mm. for martial arts, because actually it was so hard doing that. Mm. I was never going to give up. I never, I was never going to give up, um, even though it was physically quite tough and very, very different because of that martial arts attitude. And I think, you know, if you look at yourself, you've been doing martial arts for a long time. I mean, you know, you've come to a point where actually, you know, you've got a very strong mind and a very strong spirit. Um, so you can apply yourself to, uh, to other things. And, you know, the, the, pe the people listening to this, um, you know, just take that on board really, because, um, you know, you can apply the same determination, the same attitude, that same martial, martial arts mindset to so many other things, you know, to, to bring whatever success is in your life, whatever you deemed as success, you know, successful. It's not always about financial success, but w whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. And I, and I think that shows with you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I, actually, I've got a, uh, I've, I've got a basketball grading coming up soon. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I, I, I'm, viewing uh so i i've been playing a, a lot of basketball so i've joined a local team and uh and i'll be suiting up playing in sort of local league uh you know proper five-a-side basketball for the first time um in a couple of weeks and i i've view i've sort of had that in my head was like okay i i you know i started about like maybe 18 months ago or so as i thought okay I, you know, I need something physical that i can do and um that 
it does me also i i do i have a lot of pain um uh from sort of le- as a hangover from my competitive um career and uh i sort of needed to find something that was sort of competitive but i could kind of do long term that also suited a family lifestyle etc and um um yeah and uh, i i played basketball when i was younger and actually it was uh, i remember i turned up to uh british championships once with um a twisted ankle and master Orkborn, <laughs> uh said to me uh said, to me, said um phil are you in the england basketball team i went oh no sir i'm you know i'm, I'm not that good he went oh okay well you are in the england taekwondo team so if you could stop doing that and come <laughs> turning up injured because of playing other sports then uh then that and so um, you know, from there i was like yes sir and just stopped everything uh, and just focused on taekwondo which i'm glad he did but now i've sort of got that time to like reignite that passion and then learn and um and my uh, yeah my mindset i was okay i've got my goal setting you know so uh, either from a grading or tournament and stuff like that it's okay i've got this event coming at this time i've got this amount to prepare uh, i set myself sort of realistic goals what i want to be achieving um and i needed to sort of change my body type uh to, yes. to suit the game um and um and yeah I've, and it's been it's been really really fun being a basketball white belt again and, <laughs> yes. like, and yeah. every training session here's a whole new technique here's a whole new move it's been really refreshing for me because obviously you know martial arts is a, a never-ending journey and my journey isn't over in martial arts like uh, mm. it, it's sort of more of a, a, a sabbatical um sure. uh, a, of some kind but um that's good to uh, hear but, <laughs> but definitely from competing though it definitely yes. retired oh, no that's fine just, uh, <laughs> um but uh, well you know, who knows when, when, when I become the veteran? <laughs> it's, it, it, it's it's tough. It's tough to know yeah, when yeah. to stop. Believe me, I, I know that uh, for, yeah. for well, really, to be honest. But no, it, it's it's great. And uh, as I said, I, I think you know the, the skills. A lot of those skills, particularly the mental skills, are transferable to uh, anything you do. So you know, uh, good good on you, really. And I think um, you know anybody else just taking on board. I mean, yeah, you've got a huge <laughs> martial arts journey, and I, I want to ask you about some more as well that you've, you've done. Um, because not many people um, go from, say, taekwondo into the ring to do kickboxing, for example. I know you did. I, I dabbled it with it myself um, in the ring and uh, to see what it was like, uh, to see what the pressure was like and how different it was. Um, and it was very, very different. I remember being there at your, your first kickboxing fight and i gotta be honest it scared me to death <laughs> i was thinking oh my it, it was like me taking every single blow that you were taking mm-hmm. but uh, i don't know perhaps you can tell us a little bit about that and, and you know why the switch at the time mm, so yeah it's um yeah i decided um it, <laughs> that that first night that i walked in through the ropes that was the first time i kind of properly been in in a ring properly to do kickboxing but yeah it was uh, there was a show on locally and um and I just thought, you know what, I don't have a tournament coming up right now. I just, let's go for it. Let's go for the challenge. And uh, um, I, I love Taekwondo, but I, I always wanted to make sure that I uh, was a bit more well-rounded and uh, sort of yeah, had sure. grappling. Had, and uh, yeah, just wanted to sort of test myself in that sort of more, uh, less clinical situation, I guess, than a Taekwondo sure. tournament. And um, 
Yeah, and after that first night, I actually lost my first one. Um, uh, yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. So, got, but uh, but I got knocked down uh, first round. I think maybe I think maybe even twice. I can't remember now. But um, yeah, but came back, etc. And um, um, and and having the atmosphere as well, and uh, uh, was an absolute buzz. And um, mm. I thought, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like this. <laughs> this could be another change. And I think actually, like half of. Um, a lot of my issues came from that I was trying to, I was just doing so much. And, and at the time you, you, you were telling me the same, that I was doing too much, you know, the, the standard young <laughs> man thing of yes, sir. And then carried on doing what I was doing anyway. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I was sort of uh, balancing a, an international Taekwondo competition career uh, with a sort of national level kickboxing um, career as well. And I was also dabbled a bit with MMA <coughs> excuse me um i was doing a lot of jujitsu and stuff it's been the past now but uh my tie and stuff like that. and i i did think about competing in mma um okay yeah I, yeah i did uh sort of train and if i um tuesday nights i used to do two hours with yourself mm. and then as soon as the class finished so it was like 9 p.m i'd run over grab my bag sprint <laughs> out for uh i think like and it was like a 9 30 to 11 or something crazy that wow. uh, <laughs> session with kevin o'hagan in, yes, uh, in yeah, yeah. bristol yeah uh, i was sort of running my dough take my dough box off put the mma shorts on and, and dive in and do do an hour and a half with them yeah, um yeah. and uh yeah and and I, I really enjoyed that but um yeah but when i realized that actually there i had so much to learn in jiu-jitsu and grappling where I was kind of used to like being a, a, a so say sort of a, expert in striking and then it was uh, the realization oh, okay well so much to learn how for you know what I'll just do this for a bit of fun and compete in, in the kickboxing because I've sort of got um it just played to my advantages a, a little bit more um yeah 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 and um yeah but um I uh, I had a few um sort of nasty concussions uh uh, throughout world taekwondo and kickboxing um but i think that the combination of of both um was really sort of where, where i had some issues um i had to sort of uh, when i stopped kickboxing was uh, i was to and thrown between the kickboxing fight and the taekwondo tournament and uh, i got knocked out in one and then i sort of fought again maybe four or five weeks later or so which like, i can look back now and it's that's insanity you know if, if it was my son doing that knowing mm. what i know my dad's not a martial artist he doesn't you know really mm. yeah know yeah much about it but you know if, if i was looking back uh, you know, I, there's no way I would have let myself or, you know, now I look at it through the lens of a father, no way I'd let my son do that. But at the time, you know, you, you don't save yourself from yourself, do you? Uh, just, just no, no. And, uh, you, you, you just go for it. Well, again, it's really tough because uh, a few years ago, I think about three years ago, I decided that I was going to start um, BJJ. Mm. Uh, with Pat Reeves in Swindon, and I, yeah, cont I contact great. him. Yeah, well, he's uh, hopefully his podcast will be out soon. I did uh, chat with him last week, actually. Oh, fantastic! Um, so he'll be out soon. But I, I decided I was going to do some BJJ with him, and I was all set up. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to get this. And then in the end, I thought, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I had to say to myself, look, you're going to want to do it, and if you like it, you're going to you're going to want to do it really well. 
Yeah. So best not to start. So so in the end, I, I had to stop myself from starting mm. um, because I knew that if I loved it, I would want to go and I would wouldn't have the time and I'd, you know, and it was just too much. And I decided, you know, what, I'm just going to not do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and that that was the thing. Now going back, if that was uh, 25 years, I, I would have done it. I would have done it definitely. Um, you know, I played, I played football. Uh, I was a, I was a keen footballer, and I played football while I was doing taekwondo. And it came to the point that when I was starting to fight internationally, I was trying to do two, but both together, and mm. I couldn't, and I had to give up football. But even then, <laughs> even then, I did. After a few years of giving up, I went back for another season. <laughs> <to> <laughs> again. Um, and I thought, this is ridiculous. I can't, yeah. I can't do both. But similar, I was sort of training on a, on a Friday and teaching. And then on a Saturday uh, or a Sunday, you know, playing, playing mm. um, quite a high standard of football at the time. But uh, it, it, I just had to stop it. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, so. it's tough, isn't it? It's um, yeah. the, uh, particularly for jujitsu as well, obviously. Um, you can relate with hips um it, yeah. it's not gentle on your hips and uh, no. particularly if you've got somebody trying to pass your guard and they you know, when they put their knee over the inside of your leg and they're pushing that hip down when uh when you've got arthritis and damage in there already it's uh oh. it's really um yeah uncomfortable <laughs> uh, sort of about it. i think uh, similar i i did in my head do a sort of well, maybe i'll do some jujitsu but then uh, right now it's it's the the payoffs not worth it. Um, no, no. That, that's that's a major difference that I found now in the last sort of couple of years when when I stopped competing was um, now I get to train for health uh, and and fun and lifestyle rather yeah. than training for competition. Yeah, and I think people don't realise the difference between the two. Like, um, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. A, an athlete, whatever the sport is. They're, they're not trying to be like the number one thing is performance and you, yeah. you just do what you can to to win, whatever that is. But that will ultimately come at the neglect of something else. Um, and it, it's, yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I, I'm not sort of saying um, that people, you know, don't really sort of understand, but, but a, a lot of people yeah. that do martial arts as a hobby Yes. And for, for like health and fitness, if you're doing it a few times a week, yes, uh, at, 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 at you know a decent level that sort of pushes you, etc., then it is really good for your health. Yeah. But trying to become the world champion means <laughs> yeah. that you you you're you're pushing your body to the point you like you have to push it, you have to find where that limit is. You don't and, and to find that limit means going over it a couple of times uh, uh, yeah. and go, okay, this is, this is where my sort of physical capabilities lie. And um, yeah, it, it's, you know, you, you look like you're super healthy, you know, they yeah. see sort of uh, six pack and, and lean and, and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Like it's, but yeah. it's, it's like <laughs> I, I, inside, I, you know, <laughs> I've got muscle cramps. So like, uh, yeah. and I, I I probably realistically fought a, a category weight category that I could fit into when the ITF changed it from like 80, 82 to 78. And I sort of yeah. had to come down that, that extra couple of kilos was, uh, you know, probably not the best thing for me overall, but in terms of me winning a competition, I had a better chance of winning at 78 than I did at 85. 
Um, so, you know, so I, I, that's what I did. But now, funnily enough, I am walking around about 86, 87 uh, yeah, yeah. as a natural, natural weight yeah. now. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Trying to force uh, my body to Well, I, I, I get you. And, um, you know, you know, people off, people ask me now and I say, well, you know, for me, I love doing my martial arts, but it's all about longevity. It's about training um, and keeping my body uh, at, a, at a good, strong level, but without that line. And it is a fine dividing line. I remember, um, I think it was Sebastian Coe, uh, when he was racing, said that that line between full fitness and, and sickness mm. is such a fine line. Mm. And if you go over that, because he was always getting colds and whatever, but he was really pushing himself really, really hard. That's a huge thing that I've noticed. As soon as I stop competing, mm. I stop getting ill like I, you know, five percent of yeah. what, what I used to. I used, I used to constantly have a yeah, cold, like the winter came and stuff. And yeah, just because yeah. I was redlining the uh, the yeah. immune system all the time to just to keep training, training. Which yeah, is another yeah. example of like actually training that extreme level. It, it, it's yeah, that it's not good for your health at that point. It's good for your performance. Yeah, and the, the, that performance and health is different, and that's why I'm you know enjoying. Uh, be able to train for my health. I'm doing a lot more weightlifting now that, yeah, looking back, I probably would have benefited from doing yeah. a bit more. You know, I always did a little bit, but it was sporadic and you know, so yeah. maybe up to a competition and and then, yeah, and sort of weight gain and stuff like that. Whereas now, yeah. you know, I sort of lift three times a week or so, and sure. uh, and oh my god, the uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the difference uh, there's made just just from structurally just feeling a bit more sound and, and my back pain as well um yeah deadlifting and squatting has probably made the biggest difference for my lower back pain plus yeah. the hip replacement that that yeah. made a big difference <laughs> as well but uh, well, well yeah, yeah yeah but I, I i think it's you know this is fantastic so I, I i hope those people who are still in competition listen to this because sometimes I, th- I look back and i think if there's anything else if there was anything i could have done differently i would have had more recovery time um, between my hard sessions because as far as I was concerned I had a hard set I was having a hard session Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday da, da, and that's what I did um, luckily enough my body didn't break down uh, at all but again you know <laughs> I, I've had a hip operation um, so you know it, it, it did take its toll on me uh, mm. but I think recovery is so important and the difficulty is is sometimes particularly at that naive age we think that more is going to be better it isn't mm. always the same, you know what, what i think though is is a maybe almost like a bigger issue is that actually the people we're talking to is such a small percentage of people yes because the vast majority of people go oh yeah i need to rest i need to rest that they're yeah. not doing it at that high <laughs> uh, we're yeah. talking to people that you know are training six days a week couple of times a day etc I, I think for, for the vast majority of people uh that aren't competing at that elite level like um i think some people hear that message and they kind of go all oh, right yeah yeah i need to rest i need to rest it's like well you still you need to you need to rest after you've pushed yourself that's that's yeah. the point no, it's not not rest 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 yeah raise it a little bit but uh yeah unfortunately yeah. I, like i i don't know obviously uh, you know i've been in uh my sense for for meaningful amount of time and you've been even longer so how what do you think how do you see the difference between the com- competition athletes from like your generation to my generation to now? What do you think is the main difference? Or, or well, like, 
Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. I, I, I think that I think the mentality is the same. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think what is different is is the way that perhaps people uh, train now. I, I do see a little bit more what I would call scientific training now. Yeah. Um, you know, up to when I was training, and and to to a certain degree, uh, then you were left to your own devices um, about you know how to, how to train for a competition. There, there wasn't so much advice. Um, I mean. What, what I tended to do was I tended to look at other sports. I looked at the way that the boxers sort of trained. Um, you know, luckily, um, you know, I, I had a, um, a good sort of set of friends who did different sort of um, uh, different athletic disciplines that I could speak to about what they did. Uh, so, for example, you know, myself and uh, Amastro, you know, we, we decided that we were going to incorporate uh, sprints into our training. Um, and we used to do that before one of our junior classes in Bath. Um, and that made a difference as well, you know, in, in, in getting us, um, uh, just getting that uh, explosive um, off-the-mark energy, uh, mm. you know, tips off. So it was just little things like that, whereas I think now there's a lot more information available. You know, you can look on the, on the internet, you can speak to people. Um, so it, it was a bit more than sort of leaving it to your own devices. Um, mm. And to, to be honest, it, it was that competition thing you could, you could say was still very new. Um, mm. uh, and, you know, now, you know, you, you could probably go to a competition every weekend. Um, not so much then, um, certainly not from a Taekwondo perspective. You could go to all styles ones, which we did. Um, so you enter Kung Fu, Karate, Taekwondo, da, da. but certainly from a Taekwondo perspective, there's a lot more. So, I, I, I think there's a lot more information out there for people. Mm. D- definitely, D- yeah. definitely, yeah, yeah. I think even, well, I mean, um, even, even from my, I, I, I was kind of lucky in that, I like, I sort of, I was like a, a, a teenager really, and then the sort of information, the internet started, you know, yeah, resources started becoming more available. Other than it was sort of books and word of mouth, um, yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, and some people had some bad advice. Oh, de- definitely, <laughs> some people had some excellent advice, and it's uh, you've got to kind of figure it yeah. out. But yeah, a hundred percent. The the um, the the I'd say that like the current like ITF uh, world champions, are, they are probably the best athletes in the history of taekwondo because you know you mm. as you say you know, well we talk about the sort of sprints being like a, a thing that you guys sort of, oh without probably work whereas you know for us now it's like that's an ex- accepted thing is like of course you do sprints you know yeah, it, yeah. Like we do them in class so yeah we do, yeah. do more etc but and uh, so i guess uh the standing on the shoulders of giants i guess is a, an appropriate term um, yeah yeah definitely and, and, and i you know, I mean, there, there are some, um, there's, there's been some obviously skillful athletes in all eras. And I think it's, it's a bit like the, the football rugby thing, you know, would this person have, have done well in this era? I think if people have done well way back, they would have done well now, you know, because mm. you still got that sort of mentality. It, yeah. it does it does bring me on to my next, my next thing that I was going to ask, because when I first started uh, competing, um, I was at home with my mum and I was eating very well <laughs> and uh, I didn't really have any sort of what I would call diet or food regimes, food mm. protocols. Um, but that would be, that would have been something that I would love to have explored a bit more when I was uh, competing. And I just wondered whether you 
um, got into that. You sort of alluded about, you know, the fact that you came from from one division down to another from a weight perspective. I actually went the other way. I went I went up a division mm. and actually found that I was I was much stronger. Mm. At a, I, I was quicker at a lighter weight, but at a slightly heavyweight, I was much stronger. So mm. I, I don't know. Uh, perhaps you could sort of allude to that. You know, diet. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've like experimented with my diet quite a lot over the years, um, and it's changed quite a lot. Um, I uh, in my early twenties, I I, I tried vegetarianism for nine months or so, and (laughs) I, I mean, I you know, I'm I'm a lean guy as it is, but (laughs) my face just went so gaunt. and uh, I think it's at that point that I realised that actually everybody, literally everybody, is different. Because um, if you look, my brother has been vegetarian since he was like six, seven years old, something like that. And mm. if you looked at us both and said which yeah. one's vegetarian, you definitely pick me. Whereas yeah. I, I eat loads of meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, um, I've yeah. So I, I experimented a lot with it, and as I said, it was. It was, it was very much dependent on where uh, kickboxing would have slightly different weight categories. And so it's sort of, you know, it might be that I'd have to be 82 kilos, you know, so, and then six weeks later, I've got to be, you know, 80 kilos or 79 or, or, or whatever, where I was kind of doing different tournaments and different styles, etc. I, I It was very much stuck to like what, just what weight I need to be and, and get get the sort of the macros um in. Um but um the I uh, sort of very much um you know like meats, veg, uh some fruit, etc. You know, the the kind of normal common sense stuff. Yeah, um, sure. and when when I was training twice a day and competing as much, like I I could have quite a few carbs um just uh, you know just just needed it and it would sort of burn burn straight off and um whereas you know i don't need that as much now i actually find it much easier now um because i, I was quite sort of regimented with, with what i eat uh, i you know i eat the same thing for like breakfast lunch and it's just my uh sort of you know well evening a uh, very early evening meal uh sort of main meal that that changes each day but that's you know some kind of form of meat some kind of form of veg or salad or nuts or whatever and then and then you know maybe some carbs because i'm still training every day um so i do i do have some carbs um i find that like um i just perform a little bit better with some in there uh, that's you know uh i sort of read a lot about uh, different diet types and stuff like that but i just find having a little bit of carbs just gives me that little bit of extra energy yeah, sure. to, to keep yeah. keep going for me sure. um yeah um uh, i've tried some um i've tried some intermittent fasting um stuff and i well i guess i kind of really i do kind of still do that um yeah, but yeah. like I, I i'm not timing myself it's just i i, I timed myself for a period of time and then I kind of like, okay, I'll stop doing that. But I've found myself naturally. Um, so sure. I'm a postman now. So uh, I start <laughs> work at, uh, um, you know, six o'clock and um, I'm done by two. So I sort of do a, a lot of eating then and then just have one sort of late afternoon, early uh, yeah. evening meal and then, then just leave it until the next day. Um, sure. 
Okay. And um, yeah, and I just try and make sure I have a bit bit of fish every day, um, bit of salad every day, bit of veg every day, uh, and a different kind. And I just vary the meats that I have in the uh, yeah. in the middle. Uh, protein shake, do some creatine, um, and a multivitamin. Um, yeah. uh, uh, oh, and some fish oils as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I find I find that for me is I can be consistent with it because I think that's a lot of problem with um, yeah. diets is that people, you know, they try and do these extreme things, etc. That it's like if you know that you're not going to stick to that for the rest of your life or a meaningful period of time, you know, okay, yes, you can do a, a four week transformation, but sure, how much good are you getting that in the long run? Probably not much. Uh, it it's. Um, done quite well and finding myself something that like i like you know I, I prepare my food uh for work the next day every day before i go to bed get it all ready you know tuna salad wrap in the fridge and my fruit my shake etc and um uh, and protein bar and um um yeah and 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 i eat at the same time every day as well part yeah. of the only thing is the evening milk but that's more just family life if yes. Marley, you know, come back and Marley needs to do so own or going out or something like that, then that might vary um, a yeah. little bit. But everything else is, is very regimented, which means that I can just stick to it. And then, I, you know, I have the same same food. It works for me. I'm lean, uh, but, um, you know, I've added some muscle onto me, which I feel better for and um, happy now. <laughs> but it took a lot of experimenting and playing with to yeah. find what worked for me. And um, mm. I think a lot of people just kind of go for a fad and then just go back to whatever they're doing anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can sort of um, relate to that. I mean, I was vegetarian for a while as well. I didn't really do very well on it. You know, I'm, I've got more of a, a meat-based diet now, but I have um, uh, introduced some, um, just a little bit of fruit into my into my diet, uh, which I'm, I'm still feeling good on. Um mm. I think what happens is we, we don't listen to our bodies enough. We need to, our bodies will tell us everything we need to know as long as we listen and we listen mm-hmm. closely. And, you know, um, things like uh, illness. Uh, I mean, I, I had COVID early July, um, uh, you know, got over that very quickly. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that was, um, you know. So, sorry, I've got to stop you there. You're yeah. not allowed to talk about covid and diet being an oh, right. birth, <laughs> okay. being to, to battle illnesses there is only one option and that's the government's option and, I, and that, that's I what we'll stick with sir i know i gotta got be, got be, got be i gotta be careful on that but, but I, i'm hoping <laughs> my, my, my metabolic health was good and why well, i recovered uh very quickly um mm. and, and it, it didn't funny that you're healthy and, and you have a good diet and you exercise I know. and you recover quickly I know, I know, I know. Crazy. And, uh, people are going, oh my gosh, I were you okay? Were you okay? I said, well, yeah, I felt worse actually. But yeah. anyway, I, I'll stop there. But, um, <laughs> on, on, on that note, on that note, I, I'd like to, I'd like to finish this podcast at mm-hmm. that particular moment, but I would like to come back and do a part two with you because this is fascinating and I'm sure people are going to love this. Um, so, you know, let, let, let's do Let's do a part two. Um, talk about some of the other things and um you know we could take take it from there and uh i, I still miss you in my class and um i know you're going to come back and do a little bit of teaching very very soon so i just like to say thank you very very much for taking part in this and hopefully we can you can get together again soon yeah thank you sir i'm very much looking forward to coming back doing some doing a bit of teaching for you and seeing everyone and uh, introducing Excellent. marley and yeah happy days look forward to it yeah thank you so uh thank you everyone that's uh listened hope i didn't repeat myself too much <laughs> okay.